We are in Come Follow Me, week 18, and it's Luke chapters 12 through 17 and John chapter 11. And I actually just want to center in John 11. We'll do a couple things in the other chapters, but the theme for me as I studied this this past week was compassion. And it brought back to mind, a friend of mine had her 18-year-old son die of brain cancer. And I had been fortunate enough to be called to be his Sunday school teacher when he was 12. And I knew those years, those six years, that they had battled some pretty hard things. He had gotten in with the wrong crowd and made some not great choices. And life was tough for their family, especially for his mom. And we had had some great conversations. And right before this son passed away, he was able to get his life in order and go to the temple. And it was such, it was two weeks before he died. It was such an incredible journey for this mom. And I saw her and knew she wore herself out in service to this son as he suffered the effects of this tumor and throwing up and just so sick. And it was just beautiful to watch this family. And I will never forget about three or four months after his passing, um, this mom came into the temple and I was working. She came up and I asked her how she was and she was very honest and said, not great. Some days are so hard, and even knowing what we know, it is really difficult some days to not be engulfed in darkness and sorrow. I miss him so much. And that was such a powerful thing for her to share with me. Even going through all that she had gone through, all the rough that she had gone through with this son, she missed him, and her heart ached. And that's what came back to me um, as I studied these chapters. And so I want to go in John 11 and then go down in 5. For Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. And I think this is such an important scripture verse. In case we don't get it through all the other verses, through everything else that happens, this is so clear. Don't mistake. He loved them. And then jump down to 15. I am glad for your sakes that I was not there to the intent you may believe. Nevertheless, let us go unto him. And I think how much does Christ do in our life to strengthen us, to fortify our testimony and to make us stronger? And then in 16, Thomas, which is called Didymus, said unto his fellow disciples, let us also go that we may die with him. And I just wanted to put that because this is Doubting Thomas. <laughs> this is who we call Doubting Thomas. And he's ready to go die with the Savior. If the Savior's going to go, then let's go with him. If this is his mission, let's go. And if he dies, I will die with him. And I love that. Okay, 21. Then Martha, as soon as she heard that Jesus was come, went to meet him. Martha, then said Martha unto Jesus, Lord, if thou hadst been here, my brother had not died. She knows this. And if you go to 32, 
Then when Mary was come where Jesus was and saw him, she fell down at his feet, saying to him, Lord, if thou hadst been here, my brother had not died. I love that they know who he is. They have absolute faith in him. And then in 35, our scripture that I just loved, Jesus wept. 36, then said the Jews, behold how he loved them. That is the message here in all of this. He loves us. And it so touched me that Jesus Christ, knowing that he would raise Lazarus from the dead, wept because of their sorrow. I know Jesus mourned with my friend. I know his heart broke for her and the heaviness. And I know he is so happy that someday that sorrow will be taken away and filled with joy, filled with peace that surpasses understanding. And I love in 41 that he says to his heavenly father as he prays, I thank thee that thou hast heard me. As he's doing this miracle that he knows he's been told to do, that he still reverences his heavenly father with such gratitude. Let's start in Luke 12. And there's several verses in these chapters that so back this principle of his love for us. So I want to go in 12 verse 7. But even the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Fear not, therefore, ye are of more value than many sparrows. Then go down to eight. And I say unto you, whosoever shall confess me before men, him shall the Son of Man also confess before the angels of God. He is our backing. He will be there for us as he was for Mary and Martha and for Lazarus. If we follow him, he, we have his promise that he will be every bit as much aware of us, walk with us, and do miracles in our life as he did for them. 27 and 28, consider the lilies, how they grow. They toil not, they spin not. And yet I say to you that Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. If then God so clothed the grass, which is today in the field and tomorrow cast into the oven, how much more will he clothe you? He loves us that much. Verse 40. He has given us everything. So to think that we do not need to show faith in him as Mary and Martha did and Lazarus did is just ridiculous. The way we have miracles is to show faith in him, to obey him, and we get the grace of his power in our life and his spirit and his guidance and his ordinance and his covenants and his backing and his miracles. Okay, 13, 7 and 8, um, actually 8. And he answering said unto him, Lord, let it alone this year also. This is the Savior. Till I shall dig about it and dung it. He never gives up. Everything he does, he does for our good. And he never quits. 34 in chapter 13. O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, which killest the prophets and stonest them that are sent unto thee, how often have gathered thy children together as a hen doth gather her brood under her wings, and ye would not. 
the miracles he will perform in our life, the great things he will do, all because we follow him and take his name and he will do it like he did for them. 21 and 22 of chapter 15. And the son said, Father, I have sinned against thee. This is the prodigal son. And I'm no more worthy to be called thy son. 22. And the father said, bring forth the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet. The father never called him anything but son. He never lost that title. 24, for this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. And I love that. It reminds me of Alma the Younger. Oh, Jesus, thou son of God, have mercy on me. And we are told that his grief was gone and his joy far surpassed his pain. God does everything he does for our good. And 31, he says to the older son, Son, thou art ever with me, and all that I have is thine. 32. It is meet that we should make merry and be glad, for this thy brother was dead and is alive again, was lost and is found. Christ wants all. That's the message. His compassion, he does all things for our good. And I just want to end in chapter 17. 21, it says, Neither shall they say, Lo here, lo there, for behold, the kingdom of God is within you. We live it inside. And I love this example of my friend who so exemplified the Savior, who gave and gave and gave, and no matter her son's actions, she loved And she gloried in that brief moment of time where he returned and came back. And oh, how she longs to be with him again. What a perfect example of these stories, these parables of Christ's love for us. I am so grateful for our Savior's compassion for us and his love. I do have a testimony of his forgiveness and that in my own life. I hope you know the church is true. And more than that, I hope you know how much our Savior loves you.